1: Father, we worship you. We thank you, Father, for mercy. Thank you, Father, for your grace you for us to appear before you this morning. Thank you for, for strengthening us to come together this morning to seek your face. We want to be blessed by your spirit and to, by mercy, coming to. Measures of your life, Father. We've come here not to just speak words, but in the hope and by the mercy of God that we should be partakers of your divine nature, that even by your mercy we'll come into blessings of your inheritance that you have for us on this morning. Yes. Father, we come before you again in meekness of heart. Yes. Father, we are not just gathering to just do another program to do another meeting. Yes. We are sincerely in our ask asking for your in our heart asking for your mercy this morning yes. to receive a fresh from you. Yes. To be watered by your spirit, to receive life from you, Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that we will come into plen- abundant measures of your mercy this morning, concerning our heart, O oh Lord. Even in any way we are in need of meekness, even to come under you, to come under your commandment, your spirit. We ask, Lord, that by your mercy this morning you bring us into the the state of heart on the heart of meekness which you have d- desired for us yes. in the name of jesus father we pray oh Lord that you open us up to you again open us open our spirit open our soul open our mind open our heart let us receive afresh from you father We are hoping for the substances of life from you. We ask, Lord, that by mercy, you would grant us access into life in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we pray, Lord, this morning as we go into the Word, we ask for your mercy, the guidance of your Spirit. We ask for the mind of the Spirit to be open unto us. Father, as we yes, open the word, we ask for help to find direction in the spirit. We want to connect your thought, to connect your mind. In the name of Jesus.
0: Amen.
1: Thank you, Father, because you've answered Amen. our prayers. Father, we give you all the praise. For in Jesus' Amen. name we've prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just welcome your, your neighbor this morning. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Hope we're doing good. Mm-hmm. And that we had an awesome week. Yes, yes. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um. I guess this money will just go straight into the word. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 We've been having some. Uh, is it, well, I think not last time. But I think it was Saturday. Yeah. we started the Is this year session? Mm-hmm. Just to get us together regarding um, understanding of what we've been learning so far. Um, and when we look at it, it says. So, um, I mean the main, the main thing, what? i that. I mean, when it comes to the journey in the world itself, it seems a little bit. But I believe they've helped our understanding a lot with regards to things. Amen. Uh, for me personally, I I feel it's actually uh, a <clears throat> a building that they are they are giving to us. I mean, when it comes to the word of faith, or the fate of, or when it comes to the word of righteousness. Um, even though I was, even though I I know what faith and the and everything is, but to teach it, I, I, I don't really, I can't really teach it in the sense that I mean, I can explain, I can tell to people, but when it comes to the grace to actually teach it, I will say it's even now that it's opening up, Amen. Mm-hmm. And for me, I believe it's also an opportunity for God to build it from every one of us. Mm-hmm in understanding. I mean uh, looking at the fate of the sun itself, it's um I mean, I would say for us, when we were learning this, it could be you know, pretty straightforward, easy, you know, we're able to grasp the concept. Ah, okay, start running with it and living with it, but it's another thing entirely for somebody else to actually understand it, mm-hmm. right? And we then realize that even though you know, we might be saying the fate of the sun, the fate of the sun, faith fate of the sun, mm-hmm. maybe we have the concept of it, but it has not really been made real and the the understanding of it may not have been fully, fully established in a way, even though we know it. Strange, but it happens like that. But uh, I just thank God for, for what he's doing now. And I'm, I'm really grateful for the direction God took us to start all over, amen, from the beginning. And I believe that um, this is God showing us mercy. For me, I believe God has been showing us mercy for quite some time now. And I'm just grateful for how much mercy uh, God has been given to us yeah. mm-hmm. and you know most importantly when it comes to living this life and understanding this thing as a whole mm-hmm. right, it takes it takes a message to really 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 be entrenched in your life not just mm-hmm. in knowing and living it but also in understanding because it's possible you know that you are living it you actually don't understand it
0: yeah.
1: it's very possible yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not bad just that it is of importance that we also understand it. Mm-hmm. now, Because if we are going to be able to, is it trans, is it, um, yeah, if we are going to be able to translate that life to others, or if it's going to be a conversation at all, mm-hmm. there's a need for understanding. Right? Because then what we see is that if we're able to live the life, right, for us personally, we're able to live it, it is clear, but when it now comes to making it a conversation, becomes difficult because we are not really, really entrenched in the understanding. We are not. It's not. I say it's not yet a frame in us. So making it a frame in us that God is doing is also an addition to God's eternal plan in the sense that there is purpose in God's heart for that life to be a life that everybody. Is able to live, and God is not going to come down and teach every single person. Because that's not that's not the way God works. Check history till now. Look at how God has been moving. You can't say that there's been a time God just descended and decided to teach one uh, one billion people at once. Not really. There is a there is a culture. I don't even know. Let I don't understand it, but I shall like know there's a culture in God's wisdom whereby it would bring something right down to us, but it will commit it to someone, right? And the first example is Christ. What God wants to do is to restore us, right? So God decided to give Christ, Christ. Right, give Christ everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Then Christ can commit it to faithful men. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. then he committed it to the apostles and the disciples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, okay. then uh, the apostles—they are not hundred; they are just twelve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: yeah.
1: and when you see even in God's wisdom, when they were together, God had to even push them out, mm-hmm. separate them. Yeah. Right, they were scattered all over. So, what God was really doing is not scattering them, it's moving the gospel. Okay. And then you now realize that it's no longer even concentrated in one place, it is spread abroad. Right? And for the people that carried it, one of, the, one of the culture is that they were also able to commit it to other faithful men. Right. And then you now see where Paul began to admonish Timothy and told him that give yourself, right? To this thing that he may profit to you and to them that hear you, right? They now began to also encourage him, right? That this thing that you have said, commit also to faithful men, right? So you can see a culture of God building and the way God multiplies things, right? It's not just by, you know, Himself coming down and then start. Even God, God did not come down to teach Jesus about the lives, right? God, through scriptures, Right, should cry, Jesus Christ? He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't come down with the understanding that He's God. Yeah. He wasn't born with that. He grew into it, right? And then, through scriptures, God opened up a life to Him. He was able to come into the life that God called Him to live, right? Then things began to to spread. Amen. So we can see that culture. And what I'm going with this is that even for us. Um, to be able to pass across um, the life itself. There's a need for understanding, right? Because like, like the, Timothy was encouraged to commit the things to faithful men, right? In, that makes sure that those faithful men, right, they have to understand it. Right? For them to also be able to commit it to others and to other faithful men and they will see conversations coming together, right? So if the, the life itself is going to prosper amongst us, then we need to be able to uh, have a full understanding. So that, and, and part of the reason for that also is to, I think it's, is it's Timothy anyway, I think it's Timothy also that Paul was speaking to, and he said to him that he should be ready to give an answer the reason of his faith amen praise the Lord hallelujah so he needed to be able to also um, not just uh, not just know it right commit to faithfulness. also for him to be able to in a way, how do I put it? I guess it's easy. In a way, communicate that life. Communicate that way. In a way, communicate that life. So, God began to tell Tim. So, Paul began to tell Timothy and begin to admonish him in that area as well. Um, I don't know if we should go there, but I guess we'll see if we will go there. But. Most importantly the the idea there is that the understanding of the life is very essential for the conversation of the life to prosper, right? So that anytime time you are asked for the reason of your faith, right, the answer is not that you've studied scripture mm. one billion times and then you know, okay that okay, I know I know what i to that. It's really so that... I you know, And in a way, I don't know, maybe it's the way the soul is, in such a way that there's a difference in an answer you know theoretically. And yeah. somebody asks a question, you give them an answer and say, okay, according to this, 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 this is the answer and that, right? Now realize that even though what you might be saying might be true, oh, yeah. it could take a whole lot of time for them to... to pa- what you're passing yeah. across may um, not get across. Yeah. Then you now realize that oh. That having an answer really is that inside you yeah. mm. inside your person there should be an answer. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: And that answer is going to come from an understanding mm. of the life itself, yes. not just an idea of it, not just you know the, the knowledge, oh I we know what fit of the sun is yeah. about and yeah. all that, right? Yeah. Sure. So in everything that God is doing, yeah. where well, God put answer to questions, right, in it's, it's inside the souls of men. Mm. Not inside their mind.
0: Yeah.
1: They now realize that when you begin, to, when people ask questions and you begin to flow from the wisdom of God, right? You now realize that that wisdom is connected to your understanding of the life inwardly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how well you've come under the life to live yeah. that life. They now realize that there's the, a the, the difference between the answer when you just know and you just quickly yeah. share, and then when you have actually come into the culture of the life itself, you understand it. It makes sense. There's no, like, in Scripture, you know it in Scripture. You also have the understanding inwardly. Mm-hmm. Then when you now answer and I realize that, that answer will make a whole lot of impact. And the reason is because when answers come out that way, mm-hmm. it is mostly relatable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. And it's different from when you answer, just, just answer, and then realize that. Even though it's accurate, but it's not related yeah. mm. Right? So, and that is the thing. I, I don't know, it's, maybe, it's, it's, I guess it's another way the soul is in such a way that mm. the soul, wants child, wants to relate to the way or the other.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Right? Okay. And also, it's almost as if when they ask questions, the soul is always checking, this person, can you relate to me? Mm. And then answer me. Yeah. Then, when they hear the answer, I say, yeah. mm, okay. In a way, sometimes they can tell whether the, the answer is coming from a point of being able to relate, mm. and then it makes it easy for them to accept it. Mm. I don't know why man is like that. Maybe wow. it's just that it's just a way that if, if somebody doesn't get that this person understand it, they just start. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it's not. It's not as if we should be like that yeah, naturally. I mean, yeah. But it's just somehow. So maybe it's almost as if it's a difference inside the soul, yeah. right? Yeah. And God's, God, God has answer for that. Even though we we'll believe that God has answer for that. And the way is that is how and um, God's answer and response to that kind of a frame is by putting is by making sure there's answer inside souls yeah. to answer those questions. Amen. Amen. So it is very important that we we have a culture. But we get an understanding of the life, we get an understanding of what God is saying and teaching, we really, really get into the nitty-gritty of the life itself, right? And most of the time, I find myself, you know, so interestingly, just meditating on things you seemingly assume, assume you know. i like, but you know this, eh? There's nothing wrong, you know, I don't know, yeah. but I mean, so sometimes it's possible that because we know fit of the sun, right? We may not have meditated on the of the sun for 10 years. And no, we just know that we know it, yeah. right? We know it, and if anybody asks, can always give an answer, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: right? Yeah. But we've never meditated on it again, and think, okay, what is this thing? And those things are really, really the where real work is done, right? Is only in those places and those times when the thought comes, and then you revisit again, as if you've never heard of it ever, right? And I begin to think about it, think about it, and you realize that sometimes we can have a breakthrough Mm. in understanding into what God is really seeing. Mm. Amen. So, all those things are very essential and it's also a culture. Mm. Amen. So, when God is saying all these things and grounding us in the faith is to ensure that we are not just we are not just is it sweet sailing? Mm. Just sweet sailing and Mm. and Mm. we are going places we don't know. And it's, and it's so interesting that it's actually in those times where there's a check and you know, understanding again that if you have been sailing in the wrong direction that you do have no clue, then maybe God will just help you with that compass. Okay, well, see, this is you've been thinking about this enough, but a, think about it again this way. So that if you have been sailing south, you're like, ah. and, and it's so interesting in the sense that the time you decided to start sailing south, your judgment and everything concerning sailing south was okay. Right, because sometimes when we those things happen we usually think maybe we are not being led or oh, do we make a mistake ah what's going on most of the time it's not really like that because even leading leading is what's that thing accumulating you see growth when it comes to leading right is progressive let me use that word it's progressive in such a way that our leading is dependent on our side yes sir right? And if the sight inwardly is to a certain level, you can't see beyond that. And the judgment you make concerning that light is accurate, but it may not be the entire picture, right? Hence, the the position of meekness, right? The position of meekness in the heart whereby we are able to constantly review right? Mm. Even though we are sure this is the leading, we can oh, wow. revisit the leading
0: yeah.
1: inwardly and okay. check again, because we might have come into a di- yeah. You do know, realize that while our search was in a certain way, mm-hmm. this thing was accurate. And then there is now more understanding, more like, and I realize, ah, this thing is it's not entirely accurate. Yes. Mm. Okay, there's something... Okay, let me now add what is missing to that and, and, and that's why it's also important to me patient when it comes to leading, essentially. Mm. And that's why I usually have problems with people that just add the leading ones, and then... Mm. Oh God, about, I mean, I get it, I understand, but being very assertive, right? It doesn't mean that the leading is wrong. But way we can be very assertive about, and God let me, okay, okay, but... So, when someone says God let I'm, I'm waiting for element of okay. Are you making room for the soul element? Okay. okay. Yeah. Whereby you know, there could be possibility of yes. some things missing yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, you can understand this leading. In, okay, where, 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 where is this leading going? Right? And then, most importantly, most of the time, I, I'll be more conscious about, okay, this is the leading for now. Wait a minute. Let's see where this goes and then see. Because most of the time, in leading, right? It's, it's almost, it's almost, it's almost like, literally, is almost like opening doors. In the sense that, when you open the door, right, what that door actually lead you into another block of a hallway where you see plenty doors. And then you need to know, okay, which one should I open again? The game? Then you now open that one. When you now open that one, you now see that you're actually moving to another, another place where there's another, a whole set of doors,
0: mm.
1: Right? Which means that even God might be leading a soul. Yeah. If, because God is leading you, you may actually end up somewhere God didn't intend. Mm. Okay. Amen. Yeah. You, you yeah. might actually end up where God didn't intend. Yeah. Yeah. And the only I I'll say the only place for safety there, right? Is actually in a place of meekness. Mm. We are sure of what oh, God is leading, yeah. Yeah. right? But we are still meek. And and uh, I think yeah, meekness I think covers it all. We're still meek in following the leading, right? Following the leading, and God has also put safety in those areas. I don't know why I'm talking about leading today, but and God has also put safety in those areas in the sense that God can put people around you. But when they hear that leading, they're like, hmm, wait. This thing, this thing, this thing, right? Mm. And I can tell you one hundred percent, right, that even the most spiritual person on earth today mm. still need people around him.
0: Yeah.
1: Mhm. Right. It still is because any anybody that come into a place of sovereign, sovereign, sovereign leading. Mm. No sovereign means that. Yeah. See, so this is what I've had. It's over by any other, any other thing. That person is treading in a dangerous terrain. In the sense that
0: that
1: person will never have safety. Because the scripture says, in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Right? And in almost in a way, the way we've grown, we can have tendency not to... Not to position ourselves in the most. In short, many of us might even see counsel as a problem, right? In the sense that
0: yeah.
1: we can we can attack the counsel as as a direct attack on our leading, almost as if are you are you saying God is not leading me? Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, can be very very assertive yeah. and most reactive to that, yeah. right? And that itself is just showing wow. Wow. lack of a lot of meekness yeah. in the yeah. soul. Yeah lot. So, any, any, the only person eh, that has sovereign leading right, on earth was Jesus. And he was not even a sovereign leading. The leading he has is, is actually from the Father. Right? So it's not even his own. I mean you'll be wondering how do we apply it on it? You are not Jesus. So we are we are learning from Jesus. Right? So there is no, there is no, so so we can't say that, the only way you can say you're like Jesus is if you've come into the life yeah. that Jesus has come into, have you come into it? If you've come into it then, of course, that means that Jesus would have taught you and me meekness
0: enough,
1: <laughs> right? Because Jesus was very meek. No, no many us we can say that. Oh yes, I've I've, I've you no know, cause that place. Have you attended? Jesus? Like yes, and mm-hmm. you Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there are signs. We know that you've entered the life that Jesus has entered. Yeah. What are the signs? I'll make I'll make <laughs> I'll make you are. Because <laughs> you can't just tell us yeah. that you are now Jesus, and then we we'll just say okay, okay, you're Jesus, and we should believe you. Okay, now mm-hmm. we can't just believe it like that. We have to check you're you are, you are exactly like Jesus. Okay, let's check. Where's the meekness? Mm. No. And then, even when we say, okay, there's meekness here, let's not check the meekness level. How, how high is that meekness? Right? Different things. So it's, it's meekness is really safety when it comes to on all these terrains and all these areas. Amen? Amen. And I believe God would help us. Amen. I think I'm, I'm going back to where I started from. I?
0: Like,
1: I feel like I feel like we've ministered today. I think we should go home. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So it's very essential that we, we, um, we carry the life and we understand the life. Yes. I don't know. I don't know why Timothy is tempting me.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Mm.
1: Praise the Lord. Um. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me see if I can actually read it. I don't know. I just feel my heart going there. I guess. I guess I'll just read it, and then we'll, we'll flow from there. So let's go to... the first Timothy chapter four. Read that the first one. we we'll read from
0: verse.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, ah! No what? Let's from verse one to verse sixteen. It's a long read, but I was I was looking for where to start, but almost as if it's almost as if Paul was connecting different things, and so that we are not lost in the thought. Mm. So let's read from verse one. It says, "Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the later time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils." Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience ah seared with a rot with a hot iron, mm. so forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meat which God created to be. Know mm. what? See this thing. I, I don't know, but I, I just felt it's important to speak about this verse one, mm. in the sense that I guess it's more in the season where we are in. Mm. No, I mean, of course, you can tell that I didn't plan it before. Just go in there and then tap on. amen. Mm. It says now the spirit speaketh actually that in the later times some shall depart from the faith, giving heat to seducing spirit and doctrines of devils. Mm. Amen. Mm. Uh, in the sense that it says, in the it says now the spirit that in the later times mm. some shall mm. depart. It's in the later times, later times. Mm. Of course, this later times there doesn't necessarily mean in the future. Mm. To some degree, it is, right? Because Paul was kind of talking about a specific kind of time. Now, this later time is talking about a time in our journey, right? So there's a time in our journey. So there's a time we start, right? But there's also a later time in our journey, right? And it's almost, in a sense, talking about growth, movement of believers already. In the faith. Mm. Know, I know I'm I'm talking because the, the beginning is the fate of the song we're talking mm. about, but maybe we can excuse me today, I don't know. I'll still go back there you we'll see. But it says that depart from the faith. Mm. Now because this is this is actually a almost like a warning.
0: Mm.
1: Right? Because mm. in the later times means that after you've grown, right? After you've grown and you are growing, you are still growing. Mm. Later along your growth. Right? It is possible to depart. Now says that in the later time, some shall depart from the faith. Now, most of the time when we read this, especially with the eye of milk, we usually think because we don't know any other faith apart from faith, faith, faith towards God. Right? And also, we consider the faith just people that, talk, that believe in Jesus, right? Oh, you've departed from the faith, meaning that you've left Christianity. Mm-hmm. But departing from the faith is much more than that, right? To depart from the faith meaning is to leave the faith, right? And leaving the faith means that you are literally removing yourself from living the life of the faith the fate of the sun that we are talking about. Because there is a whole lot of things that the fate of the sun ought to do in a soul. Right? And it is not easy to journey in that fate. I'm not trying to discourage you before you even learn yeah. about it, but when it comes to fate of the sun, it's not, it's, not, it's not an easy task. Because this one carries different spirits. Spirits are more deadly than the spirit that we are used to when it comes to the make of the world. And it's so easy in the sense that in the make of the world, the spirit will deal with them. You can just tell them depart the and they will go. Mm-hmm. Now, what is dangerous about this spirit is that these ones are more invincible. Now, not a Christian, a Christian doesn't get possessed by evil spirits. Right? So no, no child of God can really be possessed by demons. Mm. But that doesn't mean that they are outside the influence of evil spirits.
0: Mm.
1: right? No body is outside the influence of evil spirit, except you've grown over them. Mm. right? And the spirit we are wrestling with is not small spiritual. Mm. It's not small at all. The, spirit we are, the actual spirit we are wrestling with is an, is an everlasting spirit. Is, is, a, is, is a spirit that has sworn to remove the image of God in the soul. Right? And you know Adam? Adam was an image. Right? Now, and it makes sense in the sense that Adam is everlasting. An everlasting man is a, is an image, really, the image of God, right? So when you talk about image, it's not just talking about a picture. You know, you know, I oh, I'm careful about these things because you know, it touches me in, in the sense that you know we've been taught about we are made in the image of God and likeness, right? And there has been some truth around that that we have believed you know which helped us to grow
0: yes. which
1: is still valid in a way according to milk it's still valid right because we are the image of god because those things helped us when it comes to condemnation right um and most of those things what they address are identity issues right? most especially if we are feeling like oh we are not up to we are not uh, we're not good enough we are not beautiful, we are not fine, we are ugly, then you say, no, 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 you are made in God's image. Therefore, if you are made in God's image, you are in God's likeness. Therefore, you are beautiful. God is beautiful. Those things helped us to grow, and those things are valid. Right? But when you talk about image, they are actually talking about a stature in the spirit. So when God says, let us make man in our image, they are actually talking about an image. Mm. Mm. Or they are talking about the express image of his person, which Christ came into. Mm. Mm. So an image is an everlasting man, is a man that has grown into the living state, is a living soul. Mm. Right? So when God let us make man in our image, mm. they actually actually made man an image. Mm. But an image is not the end, an image ought to journey to become ever eternal, Mm. right? To inherit God's life. So it's only an image that can actually inherit God's life fully. Mm. So what now happened is that after the fall, we are no longer image. Because Satan dropped man from image Mm. into flesh. Mm. Right? So one would now say, let us make many, oh, we are God's image. Okay. We were in Adam. God's image. But after the fall, we are no longer the image of God. Right? But that does not mean that we are not made after God. We were. We are, but of course, what God made in the beginning is not what we see today. And then you can't just assume what we see today automatically is what God created in the beginning by just believing and just receiving salvation and the soul. right? It won't just it just walk like that. There's a, there's a way to the way God grows men. How things grow. Amen. Spiritually. So, the in the later time that they are referring to, this talks about in the faith. In the faith, which is the faith of the Son. When you are joining in the faith, you can actually fall from the faith. You can depart from the faith, meaning that you can decide. Not to live by the faith of the son anymore, because it is a difficult task to live by that faith. Amen. And the reason why it is difficult is not because in itself it is difficult. It's just that inside of us, inwardly, there are things that wrestle with that life, and it is easy to just give in to that than to wrestle and fight. Then now let us see where probably began to tell. Uh, Timothy and told him, say, fight the good fight of faith. The reason for fighting the good fight of faith is so that you, you won't depart from the faith. Now, anybody that doesn't fight the good fight of faith would eventually depart from the faith. Amen. So, the faith here is departing from the life. It says, in later times, some shall depart from the life. And I said, what giving heed to seducing spirit. And this seducing spirit and eh? it's, not, it's not a woman that will just come and, yeah. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. tempt a guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, come and lie with me, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's the case, because yeah. every time, it's always guy. We used to see that, yeah. this kind of thing. What about women? <laughs> okay, we seducing them. Yeah. So, I want to talk about seducing spirit, yeah. right? You know, all these teachings of demons. You no know, they used to teach us about all this mammy water and all kinds of things mm-hmm. right but it's not just that seducing spirit really a spirit that commune with men and offer them what they love right so how a seducing spirit seduces is by offering a man what he actually did d- have pleasure in b- but that thing is actually against God's life hmm. but a man naturally loves pleasure they love things that gives pleasure and that is why sometimes you know just in a sense of when somebody is getting angry just a typical typical example and understand like that maybe the anger starts with just a tiny just tiny small you notice know, like that the thing begins to increase 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 yeah. increase, increase, increase. Ah. now on the is it increasing mm. it's because the seducing spirit is, is giving okay see this just take a little of it yeah and then when, when the Spirit offers it, and you take it, yeah. you see this pleasure, you see how sweet it is? Yeah. Then it offers more. Yeah. And because of how sweet that thing is, they will just, just, you don't do this, that, will just keep going. Just keep flowing. Just keep flowing. And keep flowing. And then when we have finished, like, ah! What just happened? <laughs> what was happening is that you, we were drinking a wine that was sweet. It's as simple as that. It's a wine. Right? And that's how Spirit seduces. They offer. What we like, they offer what is sweet to us. So, and they they not mix those things, right? With uncleanness, with
0: they
1: mix those things with How do I put it? What? They're just uncleanness, evil, with God said, touch not the unclean, right? Separate. So they they, they, they make us more filthy. Than we are, right? And as they are seducing, there are different ways they do that, right? It could be in anger, it could be in offense, right? And they could, and it's very simple. You just start speaking, speaking, advice, giving ideas to the soul. See that person that spoke that way. This is the reason why they said it. And you notice that how we give ourselves to those seducing spirit is that we begin to listen to them. We have we not even confirmed, we don't even know whether what we are is actually the truth. Mm-hmm. Then we now realize that begin to give base, uh, begin to uh, add action on the basis of those lies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and, and funny, and that thing then, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop, you. Mm-hmm. then it begins to increase, it begins to build. Yeah. And then all those things, then you now begin to see all kinds of things, begin to go suspicion, different things. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you yeah. see a man full of. Or you see a man that is a den of evil spirit. Mm. Mm. And that soul will magnet evil spirit everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Just magnet, this, 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 that. Mm. And that kind of a soul may be, listening, may be in the faith.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. And eventually, when mm. they give heed, and, and most importantly, let me say this before I continue, mm. is that for those that are departed from the faith, they don't even necessarily know. That they departed from the faith. That's the funny thing. Right? In the sense that they might still be in the faith, still assuming all the things about the faith, but they are giving heed to seducing spirit and doctrines of devils. Amen. Now, but because it doesn't, it doesn't, the the sedition spirit and the doctrines of the devils doesn't come as it comes in me that says, Oh, this guy is possessed. Oh yeah, deliverance it doesn't come that way. We don't really really see departing from the faith as we don't really see them. We don't really see departing from the faith. Because it is a very it's actually a hidden operation. Mm-hmm. It is not a visible thing. It is it is a highly invincible. And that's how Satan intended it to be. Amen. Amen. So some shall depart from the faith, giving it to seducing spirit and doctrines of devils. Now says, speaking lies in hypocrisy. Now, the thing is, it is possible to see this kind of nature. Right? Now, we may not think it is possible. It is highly possible. And the, these souls may not know that they are actually speaking lies. A soul may not know that it is speaking lies. In hypocrisy, because see, this this kind of heart is almost it's almost like a deluded heart. Yes. All, all, all things are right, you won't see it, yeah. right? You won't even see that there's hypocrisy there. Mm-hmm. It was to him, it's truth, yeah. or him or her, mm-hmm. it's truth, right? And it says, having their conscience snared with a hot iron, and that's that's. And I think God is just showing us signs of where you begin to, uh, uh, to just detect certain things. Now, and the truth here is this, that any soul that is in this may not necessarily know. And that's why we should really, really pray. And the, for me, the only answer to this kind of thing is meekness. The only way you can defeat Satan is by meekness. If we can, I know that, you know, we hear it all the time. But it's not that we understand it every single time It's as yes. we journey and we come into Meekness that we actually understand it mm-hmm. This thing mm-hmm. if, we, if we get this Meekness thing mm-hmm. You now realize that Actually the answer to Satan In every level mm-hmm. is meekness
0: mm-hmm. yes, sir.
1: Simple yes, sir. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. any soul Can be meek mm-hmm. enough if That soul will defeat Satan mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single time mm-hmm. wow. Amen that says that conscious snare with the hot iron uh, right is a kind of position in the heart where that person almost have no conscience mm. because everything in that heart is right. Mm. right? It's mm. you kind know, of a heart snare with conscience. You know the way we picture it is that ah, that guy has no conscience, we may, we may think it outside, but it's actually an inward thing because it's a hidden walk. Mm. The heart, you can, the heart can, this conscience can be snared with the hot iron, you will know. What that, what this simply means is that we are desensitized from leading this. When, when the conscious is snared with the hot iron, it simply means that we are totally desensitized from anything that can influence or instruct the heart in righteousness. And it's as simple as that. And a soul can believe it in righteousness. Amen. And it says that. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meat, which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Now says that for every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. So for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister. Of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Amen. Now, notice that Paul now told Timothy, he said that make sure you put the brethren in remembrance of these things. Now. We can easily translate this to be that it's always reminding them, ha, ah, see you in the later time, some shall depart from the faith But there's, I believe there's some level of that. But when I look at a much more inward workings of that, it is much more than just telling them and advising them. It is almost like making, it's almost like teachings about faith. To constantly remind or to bring. It's almost like bringing the brethren into a, into a state where they are in love with the faith. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But they are in love with the faith. And that says, For every creature is good and nothing. Okay. It says, if thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith. Because when I began to talk about being nourished up in the words of faith. Because that is that nourish means it's, it's full of nourishment. Mm-hmm. Right? That Timothy is full of nourishment means that the word of faith has done a whole lot of good works inside him,
0: mm. mm-hmm.
1: right? And that is what is actually communicating to the brethren, mm. and also mm. making sure it's almost like a culture,
0: mm,
1: yeah. right? Yeah. Almost like a culture that is showing the brethren, which the brethren can read in him, while also they are hearing the message. Yeah. Amen. And that says that nourish of, in the words of faith, which means what nourished him is the words of faith, is essentially so you don't depart from the faith, and, say, and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained, say, but refuse profane and old wise fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Say, For bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. Having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. That is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. Now, of course, the life that now is is talking about the life of faith, and the life which is to come is really talking about everlasting and eternal life. Amen. So, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. Say, so for therefore, we both label and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men. Especially of those that believe, these things command and teach. I don't know. The Paul was very, very particular to Timothy. It's, it's, just, it's still the same thing that I was talking about in verse. He says, "Commit to bread." He's talking to them that put them in remembrance, right? But also he says, "These things command and teach," in pretty much giving them the doctrine right so let no man despise thy youth but be thou an ex- an example of the believers in word in conversation in charity in spirit in faith in purity I'm discipline to you. Yes, <laughs> amen <laughs> and honestly this this really is almost like a commandment for anybody that will be a minister yeah. And the funny thing is, see all these things that he's talking about is not easy to attain. Well, yes. mm. it is easy. Yeah. It is God that builds it inside the soul. Amen. Yeah. It says, it says, let no man that Say, be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Meaning that. See, all these things that he's talking about that it should be an example of mm-hmm. must have been built in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then being, a, it's almost like living the life. He said, actually what they're talking about is actually the living of a life. It's an expression of a life here. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. it's an expression of a life that will come into word, conversation. Because if you don't have the life, you can't have a conversation about the life. Amen? Amen. Yeah. So of examples of believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. It so till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. It so neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the previous that says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. It so that thy prophecy may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Amen. Amen. To me, honestly, I believe this this passage actually talks about my thought earlier regarding the reason for actually learning the faith itself. Right? In the sense that it says, Say so meditate upon these things. What are these things? Mm. All these things that he has advised him, mm. right? And what can we take out of there? It's pretty much things pertaining to faith, mm. Mm. things pertaining to life and godliness. Mm. Right? Mm. Says so meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly mm. to them. Mm-hmm. For what purpose that thy profiting may appear to all. Mm. That prophet in appearing to all is really about when a soul right has come into a conversation about a life, like I was explaining earlier, that if we are able to learn, right, if God can really teach us these things, yeah. and is, which I believe why He's teaching us, so that we learn this and we understand them, not just you know, in speaking alone, not just in words, yeah. Right? Yeah. There should also be in conversation, conversation. Mm-hmm. in charity, in spirit. And in faith, in purity. Mm. These are all things. All things have to be, When you put all, this, all these things together, what you see is an understanding, knowledge in the
0: soul.
1: The mm. soul coming to a knowledge and understanding alive. Mm. It's almost as a free flow of life in that soul. Mm. Right? Mm. It says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself. Just get lost inside it. Mm. Hold it to them. That thy profiting may appear to all. And this is where it is really important in the yeah. sense that for to be able to communicate the life
0: yeah.
1: is actually when others can see the profit, the profit of life. the life. Amen. Yeah. Which actually informs the, the the expression of the knowledge. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: Right? In the sense that when God is teaching us something, mm-hmm. the way he's teaching us the feet of the son so that we can understand less, yeah. just to understand it, and we're able to come into an understanding
0: mm-hmm.
1: as he intended, mm-hmm. then what we we'll begin to see is that when we are in conversations with others, you know, around people, the, the, the transfer of life or the, the movement of the understanding to others mm. is actually in when, when they can see profit. Mm. profit. And that profit is almost like a fruit in the soul.
0: When
1: you see that fruit, Right, others yeah. can't. Ah, yes. There's something about this life, right? Exactly. So when they begin to ask questions, and then we are looking to answer, right? Yeah. It's actually the prophet that answers them,
0: yeah.
1: right? And that's what makes the conversation of the life, yeah. right? It will lot easy. Now, we, we can't we can't we can't carry a soul like this and start faithless, <laughs> live by faith, live by, and we expect that the soul will look you you well, I gave I gave my life, man. Because yeah. it's it's almost difficult for any other a, a soul hmm. to see a life without a prophet. A prophet yeah. And the reason why many refuses the life of the son is because they have not seen a prophet yet. Yeah. Why? Because constantly they are getting, they are checking it. Yeah. If I go there, I will lose something. So what will I gain? If I go there, I will lose this thing. What will I gain? So And souls, they are more comfortable in what they already gave Say so, But this one, I like it. It suits. And then we can also even give an explanation for it in the sense that, well, I'm a child of God. I don't I don't kill people. So, I mean, I bet, let me just stay where I am. I bet that life is not hard that position really that position is actually a a statement in the spirit that a lot see, see this like where i live. i love it i'm okay like this and you can't Well, we're not cowboys you can't carry rope and throw it into into an oxy's neck i'll be pulling you're coming into this life of this no it doesn't work that way right? And, and and for us, that's another place of meekness where we need to come and understand that it's not just also that a soul must be willing, right? There's a responsibility upon the soul to want to. And if if a soul has not seen the reason or God has not ministered to a soul, a prophet, that soul may not really take God's life. But it's much more blessing that while we are while we have not seen, we believe. Right, that's actually a much more blessing. A soul that believes without seeing will go far, much much far, than a soul that always wants to see before it believes. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I mean, in a sense, really, still, a soul, what what is communicated to a soul should be profit, and it's not something you know. It's not like sales. You know, like sales and marketing, where you can tell somebody, see, um, if you take this deal, you get this. This imagine, no, compared to that one. You know that one. You don't. You don't get this deal. Imagine that one has 10 gig. This one has 50 gig. Trust me. Is imagine for the same price, it might be better to go for this one. So like that, and you can't bargain with God like that. The prof- the way the profit comes to a soul is much more by. How do I put it? It's, it's much more like an experiential life. Yeah. Almost, almost, almost like an in depth epiphany of an answer to a need deep down in the soul. Sometimes that the soul does not know that it has a need there. Yeah. And for all this profit to happen, it's almost as if God needs to break through layers, begin to crack down the soul, then break the soul. Where the soul now begins to see a need in what? Ah, there's a need here. Anybody that has not seen a need eh, would never want God for anything. Yeah. In short, the reason why most people don't like going near God is because they don't actually see a need for it. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: And that's why men need to be broken. And sometimes can, God can use finances to break people. Sometimes it's not finances. Sometimes it's, um, it could be sickness. But you no, know, God does not use sickness to break mm-hmm. people. Satan uses sickness. Mm-hmm. But God can take hold of the opportunity to break people Mm -hmm. but God does not ever ever use sickness to Mm -hmm. uh, and a typical example is Job Mm -hmm. it's not not God that said I want you to be sick sick it's Satan I bargained so God doesn't use sickness Mm -hmm. God can when God allows things to happen Mm -hmm. he can by the reason of that save a soul Mm -hmm. so God sometimes when things seemingly seem bad happens to a soul Mm -hmm. it's actually God's mercy that is reaching out to a soul Mm -hmm. in a way amen so most importantly, I think, I think we have, uh, I think our time is uh, it's a little bit faster, and I know, I know within within, well, just about. I think we are just hitting the two hour mark, but mm-hmm. I feel maybe that's just what we need today. Not too much, maybe not too much talking about the fate of the sun. they said we will continue on today. but I guess mm-hmm. this is more to give us an understanding about the profit of the life, right? And the or or the profit of also. Understanding why we need to also understand the faith of the Son that God is teaching us in this season, mm-hmm. right? So that I believe also in the prayer we pray right? so that it doesn't, it doesn't just look like mm-hmm. we just hearing this. We are just what does it? What does it really? What's it for? Yeah. Right? It's not just it's not just a, it's not just uh, uh, an information or knowledge that we're just gathering and gathering and gathering mm-hmm. to, so that we can see we know faith no of the Son. No, yeah. Yeah. there is something that that life ought to do inwardly. Right. And part of the reason why God is investing in teaching us that now is also to ensure that we are rich inwardly. Amen. Right? It's it's when somebody is not rich, when someone is bankrupt, you can't profit. Right. So when we are rich inwardly, and that's when when that's when profit can appear to all. Amen. Amen. It says, Take it unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Amen. So, it's important that we really, really, really learn um, all these things. So, give that, so take heed to doctrine, right? We should take heed to it. So, when we understand and we learn of it, what it should do is it help us to, to have, easily apply ourselves to the life. Know what it means, know why, why really these things is important in our soul. Because to us, it may seem as if, well, we understand. You no, know, sometimes the teaching is not necessarily saying the fate of the sun will remove this. Mm-hmm. The teacher might just say, "Oh, fate of the sun. This is what it means." But mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. how do I trans, translate that mm-hmm. into something tangible, inwardly? Right? There's a there is, It's more about heart, heart positioning, yeah. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And also being able to wait, because sometimes when something is coming like that, yeah. it is adding upon,
0: yeah.
1: right? And being able to take hold. Meditate upon it, and when new come, then we can apply and relate with it. Amen. So God will teach us, keep teaching, keep teaching, and then what God is really because what God wants to do is to saturate our heart with those things. Just keeps just once something that has saturated our heart, then it becomes a point where it's, it's not hard to understand or live. Let me use that word, right just the same way or begin to live that life effortlessly yeah. or know how to apply the life. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way, i just give this example that's it. You know, the same way a doctor, you know when a doctor learns mm-hmm. in school, they don't teach the doctor every single, simple, every single scenario that will ever happen to them. Mm-hmm. Right? So they give common scenarios that is common, which most people can relate with. And if you see this, this might be the case. If you see this, might be the case. If you see this, mm-hmm. this might be the issue. Mm-hmm. When different cases comes to a doctor, the doctor is have all these knowledge, mm-hmm. yeah. but the doctor needs to know how to apply them. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you are, they are trying to diagnose. Or so mm-hmm. they see this. It's not looking like this is the issue. Mm-hmm. Then. Maybe a doctor is very good. Just fetch a wisdom. So, you know what? Test for this, this, and this. Yeah. And pretty much what spoke to that doctor is from the saturation of yeah. knowledge.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. the doctor has been able to apply itself. Yeah. So he yeah. now knows how to pick what from all this information and then use it, use it. to get a result. Yeah. And when you say doctor, say, ah, that doctor is very good. And What that doctor using? He will call it intuition, but it's not intuition.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a spirit. Yeah. yeah. What I'm doctor using is a spirit. So in professions, people actually use spirit to run it. When you see somebody very good in a profession, that means that that person has been able to really align himself with the spirit of that work. So the same way a doctor would just almost, those things, you don't realize that those things almost come by revelation. Doctor will be thinking, hmm. You did that. You know, realize that that thing is also a, a, that thing is also in in uh, in is it? I'm trying to. Is it? I don't say Christianity. What is? Is in living a spiritual life. So okay. why do you not see those things? So revelation is not only limited to just being a Christian,
0: mm.
1: right? It's, a, it's almost like things that God just built in the So for the flow of things, simple,
0: mm.
1: right? So a doctor can also be working by revelation. They do. They are good. They can think. Intuition. Check that, check that, check that. They are using the knowledge they have to their advantage. And then to get result. Amen. So that's the same way God wants God wants to saturate us with all those things so that we can live the life easily. Because hmm? when a doctor is in his profession, that doctor is working. That doctor is living a doctor life. Right, And he's doing it with ease because he has a whole well of knowledge to fetch from. Amen. So, I guess that's it for today. And God would help us. We didn't talk about, well, we'll talk about faith of the sun a little bit. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, you know, just you know, learning why this is very essential and important mm-hmm. for us and why we should really, really apply ourselves mm-hmm. to the doctrine, to teaching, Amen. So that we can make good profit of it. Amen. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Give you all the glory. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Father, for encouraging us today. Encouraging us to apply ourselves to your teachings, to your life, to what you are saying to us. Thank you, Father. We give you praise, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy this morning. Thank you for encouraging us again concerning your life and what you are teaching us in this season. So be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, uh, we pray, O Lord, that you would install enough, even the spirit of your life. For to live this life and apply them as we should in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to yield ourselves to all that you are teaching us. So that we can learn to apply ourselves to wisdom in them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O Lord, that you would help us with your spirit not to depart from the faith. In the name of Jesus. Father, too to yield ourselves in meekness to your work, to your love, to all that you are doing in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray if there is any meekness missing in this journey that we are in, we ask, Lord, that by your mercy, you will install them in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, bring us to realization of the meekness needed to journey elderly in a healthy way in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we have
0: prayed. You between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.